Now time for some witty and thoughtful commentary. On another show, it's the Beck and Kyle podcast. What is up, y'all? I am Becca James with me, Kyle King, and it's been a minute because of horrible, extenuating circumstances. Things have happened. Kyle, you were in the middle of Hurricane Harvey, and I just, I, I can't imagine, but not at that level. Man, it it was it was something. Uh, I was here for Ike that happened, yeah, and I, and I know you were too. Uh, but yeah, this was nothing that I'd ever. This is totally seen. a different situation, and I can't imagine. I had to watch from afar in horror. Yeah, and and normally we like to sit here and and bring levity, and and we're gonna do that. We're gonna laugh. We're gonna joke because we're finally in the the rebuilding, the relief phase, and and everything, which is great, which is what the city needs, you know. But we also talked about it before we started recording. Well, what are we gonna do? And you know, are we gonna do what's trending or dumb criminals or or you know, what did Justin Bieber do that was terrible again this week? But yeah, but real life happened, and honestly, I mean, Harvey's now past tense in the fact that Irma's just finishing up its destruction in Florida. So it's, there's a lot of real stuff happening to people and they're hurting. And And we just want to share just our experiences and what it was like for us. And, and, and that's what I wanted to talk about because again, we have two different things. We always, we bring it up often. I'm here in Houston. You, while you've been here in Houston, you, you cut your teeth in radio in Houston you're I now, grew up in Houston. Right. I'm a Houstonian. I'm just not currently. Yeah, you're in Knoxville, there. so you know you're you're not getting the same perspective, and th- and that's what I wanted to talk about because while my radio station I was working for, we we did a simulcast on all of our English language stations. You know, I mean, we're putting in hours and stuff, and I'm doing what I can to help people and help my team as well. And I get a text message from you, yeah, saying. Because- Hey, and I'm, I'm I'm getting upset already just thinking about it because that was a terrifying day. Yeah, because my parents, whose house hadn't flooded in 30 years, flooded last year just barely with the tax day floods, just finished ha- going through all of that, and all of a sudden I'm finding out that the water is rising. My parents need to get out. They're not on social media, which a lot of people use to for to ask for help. And I text you because I'm like, Kyle, who do they call? 911's not answering. Yeah, and and that. That was so terrifying. Think about that. 911, which is where you go for emergency. Something happens. That's who you call. 911 wasn't answering. And because they because of the volume, they were answering just when they could right. and there was there was not enough people to help because a city of 6.5 million people just in the metro area needed help and it was just, it was overwhelming. And it, it absolutely was. And, and imagine being on that side of it too, you know and, I mean? And thank I, you, Kyle, because you provided me with multiple numbers to the Coast Guard, which I was able then to pass on to my parents. Um, and, and the sad part of it is, is um, they had trouble getting through to them too. Yeah. Luckily, my parents were in a position where they're like, there's three feet of water. We can walk out. They put, carried suitcases over their heads and they walked out a half a mile down the road to the point where they could, you know, they were, they got to dry land. They were able to catch Good. a ride and then meet up with friends to go stay with friends for the remainder of, and in fact, they're still there. Um, but yeah, that, that was a scary situation Did, being so far away and not being, not being able to be there to physically help. Right. And, and, and part of me is also jealous because you and your team and what y'all did, 
being able to provide 24 hour information. I mean, I know you don't think of it that way, but y'all saved lives by getting that information out. You really did. And I know it's hard to hear that because I know when I was there during Hurricane Ike, that's the type of information that we put out. We were letting people know, you know, when power outages were expected to be fixed, where ice was, where food was, you know, and that type of information, that's what people need during that time. And because of it, because they had at least some sort of companion, even if it was just the radio, to be able to, you talking to them and telling them, hey, this is what's going on, that helped keep people safe. And, and you know, and, and that is one of the things that I would see because, you know, we have a text line as well. And so, uh, you know, I'm sitting in front of that. I'm, I'm on air. I'm, I'm manning that as well. And I was getting those text messages of, you know, what number do I call? Like, who can come and get us? We need boats. Then I'm also getting things, you know, like where are shelters? Where can we go to, to sleep tonight? And, you know, then also, like you said, just, just getting that stuff as well of people going, hey, it's nice to hear familiar voices and, and keep us company. Now, again, that's not when all hell was breaking loose. That was more, you know, Wednesday after Harvey had kind of come in and, and everything like that. But still, like, that's the range that you were getting from there. And it's just heartbreaking sitting there manning that text screen and talking to people on the line. Like, literally, it's so funny. Well, it's not funny, but, like, you sent me that text of who can my parents call to come and get them because their house is flooded. We were getting calls like that. Like, people were reaching the point to where they are calling a radio station and going, can you send me... Can you send me a, a, a you know a, a boat? Can you tell them this is where we're at? Here is our address, and it's like I I can't. Like I'm sorry. Like I'm just just on the radio. I, I don't have a fleet that I can send out to you. And if I could, I absolutely would. But it 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 really sucks having that. And and that's just that was just day one. Yeah. I mean, well, people. Again, the city was overwhelmed, though I will say from everything that I saw, the city responded really well. Yeah, I, and, and, and they did. And, and there was, again, timely information given out. Uh, Tur- Mayor Turner and Chief uh, Acevedo were very transparent with what was going on. The, oh, my God, the one guy who is a rock star through this whole thing, his name is Jeff Lindner, and he worked – I forget what capacity he's in, but I mean, he's the weather guy. Yes. For, for Harris County and all that, that dude on Twitter, on, on uh, press conferences, going on radio shows. Like he was invaluable. That guy saved lives by getting information out and, and helping people and, and calming them as well. And, and kind of being the face of it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I even remember hearing people were trying to, um, help him get a vacation or something because of the work that he did for the city throughout and how he basically didn't sleep for oh, yeah. 72 hours because he was just constantly getting information out there. And the thing is he, he can't, yeah, he can't take it because he's a government employee. So he can't accept anything over a hundred dollars. So he then decided, you know what, this GoFundMe page you started, it's going to go towards Harvey relief and people have been just donating to it and and helping helping out that's amazing yeah it, it's been really it's been really great um and the support that i guess everybody's been showing to harvey like 
you know, being from Houston, but being here in Knoxville and a lot of my listeners know about my connection. And of course I talked about it because it was, it was hard for me to watch from afar. And they started reaching out to me going, Hey, you know, we want to, we want to help. How do we help? What's the best way? So I actually started working here and there is a group here called remote area medical in Rockford, Tennessee, which is just outside the city. And they send medical volunteers. Mm Mm-hmm to disaster areas yeah. and they were going down to Harvey to set up base. They actually set up towards Lake Conroe to help with water rescues and that kind of stuff because they are emergency yeah. personnel and medical volunteers. So we ended up um, putting together a donation drive because they had that base down there and still do Good. that. We were able to send donations directly down to them. And I still don't feel like it was enough, but it was finally nice to be able to do something, yeah. but just, but you know what? Doing anything helps. I mean, if you're even if you're listening to this and you're in Knoxville or, you know, hell, you're in Minot, North Dakota or whatever, wherever yeah. and you want to help. If you, there's so many ways to do it. Look, if you donated money like that, that is going to help. Uh, one of the things my radio hell, hell, all of Houston radio did this past weekend was for the Houston Food Bank. We were doing a big drive for them. Uh, and, and I mean, I'm like I work for CBS radio cumulus and and radio one and cox like all the all of the houston radio companies got together and we did this drive we raised almost three hundred thousand dollars for the houston food oh bank my gosh, that's, i hadn't heard the number that's fantastic and just i mean just ten dollars to the houston food bank provides 30 meals so you know, it's amazing and i think that's one of the important things why you know it's important to get supplies there but money is so important because these organizations are able to buy in bulk and Money goes a lot further with these types of organizations. Right. And and so, like I said, the, the outpour of support has been really amazing from all over the country. And, you know, and, and I mean, it was a really trying time. Like you said earlier, your parents' house hadn't flooded in 30 years. And they got flooded. That was what was so devastating about this storm is people that have never had floods in their area got flooded yeah. out because of the rivers yeah. and the bayous and and the creeks and everything that were just draining off or or yeah. getting all or that if water. they got it with the tax day floods like that's actually my first the first time my parents ever flooded was the, with the tax day flood yeah. last year and so they got about half a foot of water and they were like okay we're expecting about this again and they were like we're gonna be fine we'll be able to ride it out in the house and we're okay and then all of a sudden water starts rushing up sunday and they're like, we need to get out. So my my house that Carrie and I just bought. Yeah. We got here. We moved in January. And before we bought the house, our mortgage company would not let us buy it unless we bought flood insurance. Well, that's good. But your your house is okay, right? It, my house you didn't is, have my, anything? My house is fine. It got, it got up the driveway. It got about five feet from the door. But... Everything was fine. Bear was over at my parents' house and Katie, he was okay. The cats were all right, you know, like, and Carrie was at work. I mean, get this. So that week we're in California visiting my grandparents. All right. We get there on a Tuesday. All of a sudden, Tuesday night, we hear about, hey, there's this guy named Harvey just kicking around in the Gulf right now coming for Texas. No one really thinks anything of it. Wednesday, all of a sudden, it's no guys seriously harvey's coming for texas 
it's it, it's going to be a storm. And it's like, oh, okay. All of a sudden we're getting emails. You know, she's a nurse. So she's getting emails from her job. I'm getting emails from mine of like, hey, we're gearing up for this. Who can be here? Thursday, the night before we leave. And, and this is what really sucks. Like, I would have loved to come on this podcast and talk about, you know, what we got to do in San Francisco and stuff as well. But Thursday, we were both concerned because we're now getting texts going, no, for real, Harvey is going to hit. All of my radio friends were like, you know, taking videos of like, oh, we've got beer and we've got chips. We're hurricane ready. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of jokes. But all that about, stopped but... Thursday because all of a sudden it, everybody stopped and went, no, a category oh, four hurricane is coming and we're going to get hit. Friday, we, we flew out of, of California like 7.30 in the morning. We get back at 1.30. We both turned, turn our phones on. There's a time change, so you've got that yeah, look no, like. I, okay. No, no, I understand. I did that when I went back to Arizona <laughs> last month, which also I will not talk about. But, yeah, it was, it's, it's basically. Uh, Two hours. Yeah. So Three. Three hours. For you because you're on the no, East Coast. No, you're I'm Central. Central. Gotcha. Anyway. Yeah. So, anyway, but Friday we fly in. We get in at 1.30 Houston time, and we both turn our phones on, and our phones are lighting up because our jobs are going all right, it's game time. Get here. Get, Get here, here now. Basically. I, I slept at the radio station from Friday evening to, to, to Wednesday morning. I, I slept there. I ate there. Thank God. Did you even get to go home and get clothes, or did you just have to take your suitcase from the airport? No, uh, we, we did. We, we came back Friday. Like We drove back here because, again, it was raining, but it wasn't anywhere near what, what happened. And yeah. so we, we, got, we got both back to the house, dumped out our suitcases, put new clothes in, gave each other a kiss and went, see you when it's over, and went our separate ways. She was at the hospital till Wednesday. I was at the radio station till Wednesday. And that's where we slept. I mean, part of that is like, well, at least you know each other in a safe place. Right. Right. And and we were. And that that was the best part. We were both safe. We're tired. You know, Carrie more so because, well, she actually helps people. You know, like her lives are. Yes, her job as a nurse is way more important than way us. more critical. However, yeah. don't sell yourself and what your team did getting information out there. That's truly important in these times. Right. Well, and, and I appreciate it. And, and my team, the, well, the team that I worked with, I'm not going to say my team. It wasn't my team. The team I was worked with that I worked with was amazing. And, but that's just how it was, you know, and, and, it really sucked. That was the other thing that, that was really hard about everything was I'm responding to people via text going, where can I go for shelter? And I'm like, all right, well, you know, give me your county. Here's a list of shelters. And they're sending back, thank you so much. Stay safe. And it's yeah. like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm on the 19th Florida radio station. I'm safe. You stay safe. You're the one out there asking for a shelter, you know, and it's just difficult. You know, it's, and there's been a lot of talk about this, but just how everybody came together, that people were just people and the love from everybody to everybody else was a really beautiful thing. And it sucks that it takes a natural disaster for that to come out. Do you know what? But I really, really hope that we remember this 
a month, six months, six years from now when we're getting caught up in stuff that's not really that big of a deal. The only I hope we remember this. Every and you know what? So far, because uh, I mean, God, it, it feels. It's so weird. It feels like it just happened, but it's really been about two weeks since Harvey really hit. And it's still that way. Like everybody is still just coming together, you know, and, and, and banding together and trying to be there for one another. You know, there, there really hasn't been a division down here, which is great. Um, and I did want to, I did want to share this. Um, so where the radio station is, is not far from where our hotel was that they were giving that our, our boss, she was, Oh my God. I, I do want to give a shout out to, to not only, you know, my boss, uh, Bruce, but also my market manager, Sarah, they were there the entire time. I, well, I'm, they got there as soon as they could. And they were right there in the trenches with us, helping out, answering phones, getting people on to get information and everything. And Sarah was getting, uh, uh hotels for people to stay in. You know, like, hey, if you're not here, if you're not on, go go relax there. Yeah. We could walk to where it was. Now, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, you could not walk there because, you know, everything, because it, it was just raining so hard. Yeah. But what was amazing to me was, I think it was like Tuesday night we got done, and for the first time, the sun came out. I and remember seeing that, that on Facebook and it was just, it, it was a gorgeous sight. I know. We got, all. oh my God. Like, and again, where, where we sit, our studio, where we were, we're right by 59, which is a major freeway. Okay. And from our, on a clear day from our studio, we can see NRG stadium where the Texans play and we can see the med center. The rain was coming down so hard. You couldn't see across the freeway. Like that's how bad it was. Tuesday, we got off the air, I want to say it's six or seven, six o'clock. And when we got off the air, we switch over to our simulcast. And all of a sudden, just a little bit of the sun peeks out. All the rain stops, just the sun, and everybody just stopped. No one said a word. A room full of radio DJs shut up. <laughs> and we just stared. And we all got done, and we're like, you know what? Like, and this is the first day I'd actually left the the studio. I went, you know what? I'm gonna go over to the hotel room, or I'm gonna go over to the hotel and and grab dinner with everybody. So like, you know, myself, and, and it was, and that was the other uh, other cool thing is I got to really get to know a lot of people that I would see in the hallways and you're friendly with. But you really get to know somebody. So, like, I really got to know uh, Sarah, Jeff, and, and Lauren from the Morning Mix because uh, we all had dinner one night along with uh, uh, George from the Morning Bowl, who has been a big supporter of mine since I got there. Uh, Sean Pendergast, Mike Meltzer from Sports Radio 610. Again, think of that. You had a top 40 station, a country station, and a sports station coming together. Yeah. All the different lifestyles. and Right. And so we all walked over or we all went over to the hotel and I decided, you know what? I'm going to walk over there. I'm not going to take my car because I'm coming back. I'm going to walk. So I walk, I, I get out, I walk there and we're not going to get into it here. That's probably another time. Lakewood is right there. Lakewood church. Another is there. time. Right. Another time. another time. Another time. But 
I also have to, not only do I have to cross Lakewood, but I also have to cross an apartment complex. So I, I get out, I start walking down towards the hotel, and I come across four people who are just standing there. They've both got dogs. And everybody says hi. You know, they're just out there talking. I walk up, and I'm like, hey, guys, how you doing? How'd everything go? You know, seeing what's going on. And we sat there, five strangers, and just talked. And it was just such a relief to be outside and see other people and, and, and have that relief. And, and the funny thing is, the, the, the four that were there, they live in the same apartment complex. They had never met each other. They had all lived there for over two years, never once met or talked to one another. I believe that. And that's when I finally started getting some hope going like, you know what? We're going to be okay. Because four strangers just met for the first time and they've literally lived within the same complex and and are just out there enjoying one another and 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 from all walks of life too well i think that's what's amazing the unifying power of this disaster has been amazing to see and 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 it and it really has and 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 I, i and i say that because again it, it was the first time everybody started to see light at the end of the tunnel. Literally, we saw light. Like, that was good. <laughs> but it was the first time we started going like, okay, now that this thing has punched us in the mouth and kicked us in the gut, now it's time for us to get up, rebuild this city, and get going. And, and, and again, I'm, I'm not going to get into anything with Lakewood, my personal feelings aside. I walked by the apartment complex, and I again, I have to walk by Lakewood to get to the hotel I just saw a steady stream of cars and honest to God, I would say it was about 10 cars and I would say about seven of them stopped to ask me, where can I donate this stuff? And their SUVs are just full of clothes and supplies and food. And it was just like, oh my God, like you guys are are out here. It just stopped raining and you're out here helping. And that was good. That was good to see because yes, I had some animosity going on towards what happened with Lakewood, but that all disappeared when I saw humanity come out with that light. And, and it and wasn't even just then. I mean, I know. So when my parents, they've already started the whole tearing down the walls and all that kind of stuff. Um, random people were just coming through their neighborhood with food. Yeah. My parents had a food truck set up one day and just started feeding people. Uh, people were just coming and offering help um, as people were dragging all of their stuff to the curb. And and then what's funny is, uh, again, watching through Facebook, all of the funny yard signs that people put up with all of their damaged items yeah. on the curb to show that, you know, the, that there is still humor. Yeah. And that everybody's going to be okay. And we've been talking about Hurricane Harvey this whole time because obviously it affected you and me very much, granted, in different ways. Um, but right now, you know, Florida's going through this now. Yeah. You know, they're next in, you know, the Caribbean and all of that. And it's my heart goes out to them, too, because while it was a different storm, different things happened. It's still But you know what? Still the same. It, and it is, but to me... What's great about it is, again, I've seen the outpouring support for not only Houston, but Corpus Christi and Rockport and Dickinson and all these other places that were affected. Yes, we're going to talk about Houston because we're a major, you know, we are the major city and we we got hit hard. Like you said, they're, you know, your parents got affected. 
uh, where I live, thank God, we didn't get flooded. We, our neighborhood got flooded in, but no one got damaged. But I kid you not, half a mile down the road, there's a brand new subdivision that is not a subdivision anymore. And my friends and I went out and we bought a bunch of hot dogs and made cookies and got just drinks and stuff together. And we made food for people and we did the same thing. We just went up and down the streets and through the neighborhood, just handing out food to people and handing out yeah. cold drinks and, and stuff like that to do something. But there's, again, not even half a mile down the road, a whole subdivision loss. And that could have been my place. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and it's, it's hard to think about that. I mean, you know, they talk about tornadoes, how it'll miss this house and miss that house and, you know, but hit this block. Um, and I feel like a lot of people who aren't familiar with Houston don't realize. So within neighborhoods, there's pockets that were okay. And since your house was one of the lucky ones, I mean, do you, do you feel a little bit guilty about yes. that? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, and you shouldn't, it's not your fault. There's nothing you could have done about that, but no, and, and there, and you know, I know not, that's but I mean, when you, but you see your neighbors going through this and, and having, I mean, one of the, one of the streets we went down, I, I kid you not, it looks like a war torn area because yeah. you just see debris and stuff out there and you see your fellow neighbors trying to piece together their lives again. Cause again, no, you know, I mean, nobody knew this was going to happen. Nobody. I mean, there was no way to prepare for what happened with and, Harvey. And that's why like, it, it would get me mad when I would see outside people going, well, why didn't they evacuate the city? It's like, do you not know how hard it is to evacuate a major metropolitan area, fourth biggest city in, in the country? Because we know what would have happened. Only luckily when we did that with Rita, it didn't hit that hard. Right. So but the people, people still who were stuck died. on the highway. I know. And the people who were stuck on the highway, at least most of them eventually made it safely where they were going. But yeah, they, yeah, they were, I mean, it's, after the storm and everything drained, they were still pulling cars off the freeways that were submerged in water. That's why you can't evacuate a major city like that. People, they because just, people, more people would have gotten stuck on those highways in a traffic jam and they would have drowned. They absolutely would have drowned. And, and that's, and, and it sucks to say that, but that's what it would have happened. And, but like I said, the good thing is we're all, we've all come together. There's the relief that's going on. There's hope in the air. The Texans quickly tried to dash that with their performance on Sunday by getting beat <laughs> by the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I think that's how I know yeah. we're going to be okay. Like everybody was going like, yeah. everything is back to normal. Like, we're going to do so good. Oh, we suck again. Damn it. Oh. Like, but that didn't deter anybody, mainly because I think J.J. Watt is going to be the mayor of the city some sometime soon. Most likely. He's raised over $30 million. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and I wanted to share this story as well because, I found again, I tried to find the bright spots that were going on. Um, Sunday night, a lot of people at the radio station, because we're all nerds, are Game of Thrones fans. So Sunday night, there's about nine of us in the live lounge – that That's way. right, because everybody was freaking out that they would lose power and not get to see this Game of Thrones finale. Right. So Sunday night, all hell's kind of breaking loose, but we all get in the conference, or we all get in the, the live lounge, pull the projector screen down. I put my HBO Go password in there, and we're all watching Game of Thrones, all right? The storm and Kyle is the hero of the storm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's how I was going to be like, 
hey, look, I may suck at everything else, but guys, I can bring dragons, okay? Like, <laughs> so we're all sitting there, right, right? So we're all sitting in there, right? We're all sitting in there. We're watching the show. We turned the lights down. We got it on the big projector. We have like the awesome sound system going on. And Sarah Pepper, who is the host on Mix 96.5, goes and grabs a beer for everybody. So she like runs, gets all the beer, starts handing them out to everyone. But it was like that perfect moment in the show to where it was a tense moment. So the the dramatic music is playing and nobody wanted to say anything because we're like, what's going to happen? And it finally hit that point to where the dramatic music paused because they're about to do the reveal and everybody like in unison popped their beers. (laughs) So all of a sudden you hear... Nice. It was just the perfect like mo and and for that brief moment while our city is getting hit by a hurricane and and there's flooding for a brief moment we all just had that moment of just like okay we can have it was some that comic relief moment that you all needed right because in the because we knew as soon as we woke up the next day it's right back to the to the mess and again you also feel fortunate because it's like damn like. How many people aren't able to do this right now? So yeah. it, it's not all doom and gloom. We, we are recovering here. Our freeways are finally opening up. I almost got a ticket today. So like things are back to normal. People. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure I was speeding in a school zone, but. That is horrible. Please tell me it wasn't a school zone. It was a school zone. But in my defense, I also didn't see the flashy blinky lights. And I was going the speed limit, what it normally was. It's not like I was going 80 down the, down the, the street. I was going 35. Well, on that note, if you would like to help with the relief efforts, because they're still going to be going on for so very long, there's a couple of different ways that you can do it. We've already mentioned J.J. Watts raised over $30 million for uh, in charity. J.J. Watts raised over $30 million already for the relief efforts, and you can donate to his charity, We'll have that link on our Facebook page. It's a you, uh, but I think it's you caring. Yeah, it's you caring dot com slash JJ Watt. You caring dot com slash JJ Watt. That dude is going to be hands on with the money. I imagine you have all of this stuff memorized from I, saying it a million times. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, but we'll yeah. post we'll post the links. We're doing good. We but look, even though we're sitting here, we're talking about it, we're laughing and everything. We still have a long way to go. Yeah. All right, go to houstonfoodbank.org, Leave a donation there as well. We're we're going to get through this, obviously, but it's going to take time. And for everybody who is listening, who's getting affected by Irma, whether you were there or you have somebody who lives there, we got your back. Okay, we're we're going to step up and help out as much as we can to the city, Knoxville, Houston. Like, look. Don't think the because, whole con- the whole country is yeah. going to help. And don't think just because Houston's kind of like teetering on the ropes right now, we're not going to bounce back and help you guys out. It's going to happen. Trust me. Get your own JJ Watt though. You can't have him. <laughs> he is all ours. I would. I always like to sit there and end it with like a little phrase that I do. But you know what? Uh, just everybody be safe, be good, and thank and you so speed. much. Yeah, and thank you so much for the support. And we're going to continue doing it.